This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week, our podcast is brought to you by BHP. Reducing greenhouse gas emissions in the production of copper is critical. That's why BHP has committed to solar, wind and battery agreements to help power their copper mine at Olympic Dam in South Australia. It's happening now at BHP. Visit bhp.com slash critical to find out more. Welcome to the year ahead, our hit the ground running New Year podcast series where we chat to our friends in news about what they've got their eye on this year and in true squiz form, we get their recommendations. In this case, it's a reading one. I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimple. Welcome, Sammy J. Oh my goodness me, this is like I've won the the golden (laughs) ticket and I get to go inside the factory that produces the little audio chocolate that I enjoy nibbling on every day. It's a very glamorous chocolate factory. Well, it's fantastic. Isn't it? This is yeah. it's lovely to meet you. You know, you know, you know, you feel like you know someone very well because you hear their voice a lot. Mm. Um, that's why I feel you about would get the that all the time, and we'll get into that. And Kate, I just need to sort of stake some territory before we start. Sammy is my friend. He is your friend. <laughs> it's fine. I have to claim him for ages. I've talked to Sammy on his ABC Morning Breakfast show about the news and what's coming ahead in the week. It's been a really fun thing to do. And you have been my cheat sheet to the news, Claire. So anytime something comes up, I don't understand. I'm like, oh, I'll ask Claire on the radio. She'll, she'll fill me in. <laughs> I uh, do that all the time. Yeah. Pretty much every day. Claire, what does this mean? Yeah. Tell me about this. What's the United States of America? <laughs> I just make it up, guys. Like, do it so seriously. well. It's showbiz, That's baby. the key. You've just got to do it with confidence. Yeah. <laughs> so that's Claire's credentials. Let's introduce you mm-hmm. because there might be people, particularly in states other than Victoria, who aren't as familiar. Um, and if they don't listen to ABC radio, perhaps not. You're a comedian, writer, composer, broadcaster. You're one half of the man puppet comedy duo Sammy and Randy. Sammy mm-hmm. J and Randy. <laughs> Which is mega. You can interrupt me it's if on I'm Netflix. No, no, this is it's, it's like mega. Eulogy. I love it's it. Mega. Um, you create satirical sketches for ABC TV, which I love, although you haven't been doing them as much lately. No, not as much lately. Because um, you know, yoga poses. When I turned 40 <laughs> last year, so Yoga's they're harder to do. If you don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> quick Google, you'll be all over it. And of course, your day job is with ABC Melbourne. Sammy, it's a lot. Well, when you put it like that, it is, uh, okay, but like you've just spanned like 20 years of my miserable career, so I'm getting better <laughs> at picking and choosing. So at the moment, definitely breakfast radio is my job, and then I, I fritter away in, in, on the sidelines doing uh, creative things. Yeah, so just um, for anyone in Melbourne who's going to get to the end of this podcast and go, what a great bloke, how do I listen to him? When are you on? What are your hours? My hours are 5.30 in the morning yeah. until 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Two and a half hours every morning on ABC Radio Melbourne, Monday to Friday uh, this year. And you can listen in via the ABC Listen app wherever you are. Should we talk about the news? Yeah, let's I do think that. that's what we're here to do. What we're going to do is look back at the last year first and get a sense from you on what you thought sort of the big story was, um, the thing that's going to stick with you from 2023. Mm. And then we'll get into looking ahead. Well, look, there's a couple of things. The main thing for me as a political nerd that strikes me, and it it shouldn't be a surprise at all, and yet it still is every time a popular government falls in popularity, and you're like, Mm. oh, but it didn't feel like that was going to happen. So Albanese had, as we all know, um, an extended honeymoon period. Like he really, he hit the ground running. There was goodwill. There was a general sense of, oh, we might be through this revolving door period. And then I remember at the start of the year uh, talking about the referendum to a friend of mine who I went to school with who is now, well, he's no longer a Liberal Party politician, but he certainly was a prominent one. And mm. um, 
And he was so confident that the referendum would not succeed. And I was so confident that it would. And this yeah. is not based on our, our what we desired or our opinions. It's just looking at the, the way the story was unfolding. As an observer. As an observer. Yeah. And um, look, he was right. Evidently, he was right because it, the referendum failed spectacularly. And the reasons he gave probably all became true, which was you know, sort of complacency on the Yes campaign side and the power of the no vote and all that. But look, all of that, I think, has that's the pinnacle of... Uh, the Albanese government's woes in, in 2023, or it was the pinnacle. Um, mm. A lot of other things starting to happen. But yeah. here we are now at the start of 2024. Newspaper articles are already being written about, oh, how long can Albanese go for now? And he's going to have to really, you know, get back. And that's true. You know, He will yeah. have to recover some cred and some, you know, love and affection. And if he doesn't, he'll be voted out or he'll be kicked out. That's how we do it in Australia. So can I ask, were you convinced right up to the point of the vote that it was going to be... Yes, or where the did referendum. you? Went, yeah, the referendum. Or did, was there a point where you no. went, no, no, this is just not going to absolutely gonna probably happen. a couple of months, and probably yeah. because I do work in the news a bit, I was aware of the sort of discussion, the dialogue You're having happening. that daily yep. conversation with your audience. Absolutely, yeah. but the other daily conversation I was having was with mates and school friends who who, who mm. don't stay connected, yeah. and. I, I would, you know, in the artistic world, I sort of move in fairly progressive um, crowds, I guess. And so I was, I felt like the bearer of bad news. People were saying that they were, you know, getting out there and flyering yeah. and stuff. And I was like, oh. This is not going to happen, guys. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. You, you know, it's probably not going to happen. And they would, they would act like I was, you know, campaigning for the no yeah. case or whatever it was. But I was like, no, this is just, look, my, my feeling from being in the media is there's no way this is going to pass. This and look at the history of So that was um, a weird time. But I certainly felt, you know, um, very... Well, prepared is the wrong word, but I was yeah I was expecting the result by the end. So mm. the referendum day, as a political nerd who ca- who counted votes for the ninety nine referendum when I was sixteen years old, yeah, oh, uh, wow, it was not the exciting day that I was expecting it to be. As far as oh, which way will it go? This yeah. is this is politics in action. It was like it was pretty obvious. I went to a party that night. I didn't tune into the broadcast because yeah. we all knew yeah. where it was heading. There was no point. I mean, we need to know who this friend this <laughs> <little> <laughs> friend is. I, I can't like leave people. I with know this. what you... a juicy little nugget. <laughs> is the, I, I will up. preface this by saying oh, I have friends in all political parties. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> of course you do. I want to make a guess. Yeah, have, go on. Have a crack. Tim Smith? No. Josh Frydenberg? No. It's about the right age. Oh, okay. Well, Tim Smith, right age. Josh yeah. Frydenberg, I'm offended. Um, <laughs> well, I did wonder. I used to trade Phantom Comics with a boy uh, behind the shed at school Ooh. in the 90s. I did a whole comedy Huge show about this. Phantom nerd, that's a Big Phantom yeah. Nerds. There's the link. And no, that's he a, even that's put... A, that's a hint. It's a hint. I don't know any Phantom okay. um, Nerds. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> and he... I had to make him the target of some of my sketches along the way, which was you know, uh-huh. an issue. We're not close, close friends. But we get on well. Okay. You know, and we, this we, we is know each torture. other. torture. Federal or state? Federal. <laughs> Federal. Federal. If you were, Federal yeah, you're still making sketches. In no. And quite, quite spectacularly not in oh. politics. Oh, um, um, Tim Alan Wilson. There you, Wilson. There, you yeah. there you go. Timmy okay. W and Sammy J. Yeah, right. He was like four years above me at school, but we were both the I sort was, of less than popular and would sort yeah. of just hang out now and then. And then didn't speak for like 15 years and then suddenly yeah. saw him popping up in my own sketches. Everywhere. I was like, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. I know Very you. <laughs> yeah. But it's one of the exciting things about politics, I think, that you can be so sure of a position. Yeah. But nothing is actually predestined. It is not necessarily that you got it wrong and you might got it right. Absolutely. Along the way, these things unfold and if- it's what's so very interesting about it. There was one other thing that you flagged about 2023. Neighbours. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Can we pivot? Can and we pivot to neighbours? Like, yeah, but- <laughs> you've obviously taken it very hard. Like, I don't. I haven't cared for neighbours in 30, you know, the glory years. You know, the 80s, yeah. 90s, that was my time, you know, getting home from school. You know, Lassiter's was burning down or whatever After was happening. After you've had your Tim Wilson After convention. After your Tim Wilson, yeah. With the Phantom, Phantom Comics. Comic swap. 
So as someone who works in radio, and you would both appreciate this because we deal in the media in content and we deal in news, and there was no greater story in 2022 than Neighbours finishing. Yeah, that was yes. brutal, well, huge. Yes. Kylie, Jason. One of the last, like, unifying Guy moments of television. Yeah. We all gathered together Big and moment. watched the final episode and shed some tears, even though we have watched it in decades. And, and then they bring it back. <laughs> last year, I felt betrayed. I felt, like, angry because I had spent, like, so many minutes of radio talking about it. Shatter Dr. More. Carl. Like I'd given of myself something that didn't <laughs> need to be taken. In this. Yeah. And then they come back and they announce, oh, I felt and I, I felt more <laughs> angry on behalf of Kylie, who had deigned to return, didn't even say a word or two no. words. How embarrassing. And poor old guy Pierce. Yeah. Who was like who finished the whole series by like moving into Ramsey Street and now he was stuck in the narrative of the return. It's something that has not been discussed enough. Yes, thank you. I, th- I feel thank like they just said, oh, we're coming back and everyone went, all right, all right. Yeah. Like, yeah, and now I it's know. back and I'm not sure how it's doing. or the. I mean, yeah, I wonder where the people are tuning in. It's on that's Amazon irrelevant. free <laughs> yeah. over I'm not sure that's relevant. Anyway, but yeah. yeah. It's um, on. Should we talk about 2024? It's going to be a big year as every year is. We always say, do you find yourself saying this on radio? It's been a big year. And you're like, of course it is. It's the like news. Like it always it is. It always yeah. is. But they get shorter the older you get. Like I, I just <laughs> turned 40 last year, so suddenly it's to the point where the years are going half as short, hyperspeed. Mm. Yeah, that definitely happens. The problem is, Sammy, that you've actually already talked about your prediction for 2024, which is that Albo's popularity is going to continue to decline, decline well, Is that your new prediction? Be under pressure, maybe? Well, yeah, he will. I have, and I apologise for ruining the flow of the chat. That's well, fine, fine. We can but work. But I've got, I got more thoughts. Yeah. I've got more thoughts war? about other things. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. You look back on the last two years, war was the unexpected uh, headline. Of, yeah. You know, of course, we had Russia, yeah. Ukraine, and now it's going Dictated on. Dictated the whole conversation. It really did. So much stuff. And it, it does, I think really infiltrates so much of your life, even if you're not paying attention, but the conversation becomes, oh, gosh, the news is so heavy. What else is happening? And it's sort of, it's just there ever present in a really sad way, particularly when you're dealing with it every day on radio. Mm. So how have you dealt with it? Well, farm it off to people like you, Claire, who come and do that. <laughs> and talk thing. about it, yeah. But we do. But I do it from a human level of like, look, we're not here to solve the issues or go into gory details about what's going on. Everyone can find that wherever they want. And But it, it, it infiltrates even a talkback discussion. If I say, hey, Melbourne, how are you going today? How are you feeling? And there's just been some awful story that's evolving. Everyone will sort of have a collective sense of, mm. if not grief, because it's not like everyone is directly connected, but it's just that sense that everyone... It's a heaviness, It's a heaviness, it? yeah. yeah. And it's right. the time of day too, isn't it, in that morning yes. starter about how the day is going to unfold yep. and if there is that sense of weight. And you have a plan. They're looking to you to steer through some of that. And that's the really hard thing, Claire, because sometimes they look to you and, and because they want more information but sensitively told and so they can yeah. all, you can feel part of that. Sometimes they want you to avoid it entirely mm. yeah. and just talk about schoolyard nostalgia or neighbours and yeah. that's the balance and I don't always get it right and they'll You've tell you straight away. Judgment. They're like, yeah. oh, I can't believe you're ignoring that or I can't believe you're talking about that and that's audiences for you. Mm. But, and that's good. Feedback's good. Yeah. You know, it's good to it's good to hear those things but it is it's difficult to pivot from the heavy to the light. Yes. It's not an easy thing to do. Well, I think it's 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 something that's probably the one skill that I feel that I've developed yeah. properly. Like I'm, I'm, I'm proud of the ability that I can do that, do that within 20 seconds because um, whereas, I don't know, four years ago when I started, I was much clunkier. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, right, well, that was bad. Now let's talk about the flower show. Yeah. And I wonder, it, probably your skills as a comedian have guided you with that because you need that high EQ. 
Well, at least the comedy does work on authenticity, so you can sort yeah. of smell a rat. Yeah. yeah. So, so I can just go, oh man, that was that's full on, isn't it? You know what? Let's mm. just change lanes right now. Let's talk about this, and that's a more natural way of doing it, perhaps. Mm. So maybe in that sense, AI was the other thing that you mentioned. <laughs> yes. Well, I feel like twenty twenty three will forever be, if you know, known as the AI year. Like, oh. of course, it's been around for it, but now suddenly I've got the app on my phone. You know, I use it. To help me sometimes, mm. chat GPT and all He's the rest of it. He's reading off it right now. Yeah, I'm not actually here. <laughs> this is a client. I am a bot. That, <laughs> that we're talking to. Taking four years of Sammy J's radio babbling and created quite an artificial, uh, uh, realistic avatar. It's actually possible. Oh, God. But I feel like now, and this will, 2024 will only be another chapter. It's not like, oh, we'll, we'll get it right this yeah. year, but it will be a proper, I think, by the end of the year, Apple will have released their version. They're talking about connecting mm. that to Siri. And so it'll be, you know, Siri just won't send you a link to look up when you're driving the phone. Mm. It'll actually tell you what you need. And, uh, I still, there's things that people that I do that take a long time, like formatting things for a document or doing a podcast oh. that I feel like if I could just say, hey, can you please take that interview with Sammy J and cut it up into 15 minutes yeah. and get the good bits out and it does a pretty good version of that. That's actual time-saving and I don't see that in an evil way. Like plane trips are time-saving as well. We, we do those as humans. So, yeah. yeah, I'm sort of excited about it because right now it's very Wild West and I think it'll still be that way at the end of the year. But, but it's not like something that's popped up. And might go away, yeah. like in the same. In this, there's been technological things that have happened where you go, okay, that's kind of interesting, but is that going to catch on? In the, but this is like a no-brain, like this is yep. with us forever, um, no doubt. It's not be real, yeah. You know, it's yeah. not just let's all take a photo. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, you're right. Yeah, there's no, like, nothing faddish about it. Yeah, it's absolutely part going to be part of our lives, yeah. and this ability to be have this comprehension ability rather than this technical ability is quite interesting. I think for our industry, yeah. Um, and and, and kids, what you're like, looking for, yeah. And I think it really, we really are at a threshold time and it's a different world and everything, but also we're all getting older. And so, yeah. like, I, I don't know how much of this is the actual world changing completely or me just getting older and yeah. I do have kids, so I look at it through. And that's just the normal human experience. And I think both yes. things can be true at once. Like yeah, that is people true. People in the 70s were getting angry about the, you know, fashion and so Whatever on. it might be or, you know, <laughs> yeah. like the fact that you couldn't, you had to send a fax or, yeah, you know, yeah. like whatever. Well, a fax is going to ruin <laughs> pigeon carriers. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fax still blows yeah. my mind. I don't know how fax <laughs> Anyway, I have a, the, one, the other thing, I guess we've kind of touched on our industry and um, broadcasting generally. One thing you flagged was um, the challenges facing broadcasters. Do you mm. want to go into it? Absolutely. Dare we? No. Why am I? This is why I'm, <laughs> This is like I'm old media versus new media here. You, mm. you are the the future. This is podcasting. This is well, on even demand. We're getting oldish. Like what do you it's mean? well more mainstream. Yeah. It's you mm. know with that comes all sorts of conversations around how you commercialize it and being sort of pushed into corners around that yep. because certain big like it's all becoming a bigger thing. That's it's less it. sort of niche, I think these days. What we're doing. Well, yeah, that's actually true, and this, that's what the ABC. Well, not just ABC. That's what. I bring it up from an ABC radio perspective, mm. but it's across the board with, oh, let's call it legacy media. or mm. and, yes. you know, whatever yeah. we're yeah. supposed to call let's, it. Let's yeah. stay on, on, on radio, live radio. That's my job right yep. now. And I, it's a tumultuous time and ABC are reckoning with that. And they have a pretty big, vast arsenal at their disposal because ABC do yeah. work in podcasts and on demand increasingly so. But they're also aware that, that radio, and I learned this definitely during COVID years in Melbourne, that radio is different to a podcast there's pros and cons to both but the idea of that live interaction is real and mm. i think it's 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 the one thing the radio still has because people predict the death of it but mm. it's there and you can have that feedback immediately and yet that means you know i'm there you get a lot of babble on radio as well whereas yeah. podcast is like the quality you can actually cut to the good bit and people who are listening to this right now are doing it because they've chosen where and when they're going to listen and that's a beautiful thing as well so yeah i'm i'm really i think particularly from an abc perspective but more broadly 
we talk about event TV. When do people gather around and watch things at the same time? That's happening less and less, and that has a huge effect on advertising as well. It has a huge effect on you know families and friends and groups of mm. people coming together. And same with podcasts as well. Like, what will twenty twenty four bring? Is it just it won't be more of the same, you know, in 12 months time, we'll have a lot more information available because we'll see. And maybe there's just this constant decline of TV and radio as a thing. And it's just going to end up keep just, just going, you know, going the way of the facts. Well, the, the way of the facts. <laughs> no, I don't think Poor so. Facts. We're really yeah. looking down on the facts today. And it doesn't need to be a bad thing, you know, yeah. like that's yeah. the thing. It could just be how it is. ABC, I think, you know, there's an idea that broadcast will be switched off in five years. Like it will just be all digital. Mm. That doesn't mean that it can't have live events, but it changes that, that, the nature of how we deliver it. Because you haven't had a whole career in radio, are you looking at it and your colleagues and the machinations and machinery, I guess, behind all of that and the conversations around how we're going to pivot? Like, mm. are, are we going to be able to pivot? Well, yeah, I mean, ABC have been in the headlines for this because of, you know, ABC ratings on radio have been up and down and, and there's a big new push. We've got new bosses and they're sort of really backing getting behind it, which is exciting to one extent, mm. but also it's addressing a serious issue on the other mm. side of it. For me personally, I feel I still feel like I snuck into the ABC, like I love the ABC <laughs> and I love my job, but and I do the workplace training videos and I have a boss, but I don't take it all yeah. that seriously. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because it's showbiz. Lifer, like so yeah, I'm not a lifer. And, and I and, mm. and I know that uh, it's radio, it's showbiz, I could be fired on any day and I'll yeah. be, I never want to be surprised when that happens, you know, like yeah. I'm always ready for that because only a fool wouldn't be. And so yeah. um, I view it more in this bird's eye view that we're talking about, about the industry and I have this lovely spot in it at the moment. But yeah, more generally, where's it all going and where can people get good information? Mm. Well, and I this is the question, I guess, is it, it might be a difficult question to answer, but is it the distribution channel, so radio or TV, or is it the content that's the problem? Well, brilliant question. And if we all had the answer, then we'd be, you know, bazillionaires. Yeah, we'd be living at large. And that is, I don't, I don't know the answer no. either. But it is the question that needs to be asked as well. In in line with, you know, things are changing, and there's podcasts, and there's all sorts of other ways to get things. But how much of it is how people are consuming media, yep. or what they actually want to consume? And not to deep dive on ABC too much, because then suddenly I'll have headlines in the Australia yeah, I was about the say. thing that you say on the podcast. <laughs> no, but this is nothing I'm saying is in any way controversial. It's all true. But the, the ABC has a charter and an obligation to appeal to all Australians in the things they do. As the national um, broadcaster. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and yet uh, it's also competing with, you know, other stations, podcast organisations that can throw money or give away things or whatever they want to do, which mm. is a natural. So, so there's, there's a point we have to decide what is the thing you're offering. And that's mm. what ABC also, I think, does well, can do better, but is known for offering catering for audiences that otherwise aren't catered for, you know. And so yeah, that's, an, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, that's the challenge, which is exactly what... You do as well here, you know, yeah. but, but you're sort of free to monetize that in a way that ABC isn't. Yeah, mm. and we're free as well to pick off a part of the audience. So yep. this fragmentation discussion yeah. is really interesting and hard for the ABC when you're meant to be talking to everyone. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's, you know, that's just the dance that, you know, mm. we do. Um, you're in a different position too, I think, to many of your colleagues because your ratings are so good. Well, <laughs> we, I was going to mention that yeah. and I'm glad you did, Claire. Because and just so I, I assume in the organisation that is the big, unwieldy ABC. Mm -hmm. It's a difficult conversation when so many aren't actually rating. Oh, well, thank you. And honestly, I like that. It's, it's it's nice for now, but it's such, I have been there for four years now, so I've seen the cycle and, yeah. and this yeah. is how it is. And every year, ABC in particular, I think audiences switch off over summer and, and listen to music a bit more and then yeah. it builds back up for the year. So um, 
yeah, that's great, but I'm so like it's it's like the there's only one poll that counts sort of vibe, you know, like uh, the polls will come and go. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> all I care about is quality radio. <laughs> no, yeah. You certainly can't take it for granted. So we've got changing prime minister this year. We're rolling elbow. Yeah. Um, sadly, the you know the heaviness will continue. Yes. And and that's not going to change. We're Ro- robots will take over yeah. us all. Yeah. yeah. We're Robot- cloning your you. Yes. So yeah. I won't. You don't actually need. I don't need, need to. Yeah. AI is going to sort that out. Yep. But, I mean, Where, Taylor Swift will be happy. Well, I was going to say, is there, just to bring it back to Neighbours, is there going to be a resurgence of something? Like, are we going to, I mean, particularly in your world outside of news, like entertainment, is there any bold predictions for this year that you can make? Ooh. I reckon that a reality TV star will be caught in a scam. <laughs> and no, I think I think shocking. we have not yet scraped the barrel and it's delicious barrel and we all enjoy tasting the murky underside of it <laughs> of rehashing old TV formats. Okay. okay. You know, I think it's it, it happens and we bring them back because So like it Big works. Brother kind of Yeah, uh, we're talking. Big Brother or, or Gladiators. I think they've, they've actually oh, announced yeah. that already, haven't yeah. they? So, I'm thinking Sale of the Century. Sale of the Century. Tony, oh. Can we get Tony Barber yeah. back? How far back can we go? Like <laughs> a young talent time. That's and they're doing it in movies as well, of course. All the re- yeah, you know, like yeah. Because remakes. our age group, are, you know, there's nostalgia cells, but also if we feel like we can also introduce it to others or younger people, then it's sort of, it's a bit of a no-brainer. So I wonder whether that's going to be another last gasp or, you know, new birth of the analogue TV world as well. Mm. Okay, interesting. Mm. Um, your recommendation, people are in their – a lot of people are in their downtime. A lot of people work through this period and we always want to acknowledge that. But um, a lot of people are on a beach, hopefully, <laughs> relaxing. Is there anything that you think they should read, they should watch, they should listen to? What are your recommendations, Sammy? Obviously the Squiz newsletter Obviously, and podcast. Yes. And Sammy Jane, really uh, but if you have a break from it for a couple of weeks, sure, that's okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I was reading this book on a beach at Wilson's Prom in the nice. bottom of Australia a year ago. Coldest so. water in the history of the world. Yeah, but beautiful, but beautiful. spot. So nice. Yeah. Come out with your Sydney energy. <laughs> we, do, we do all right down south near Antarctica. <laughs> um, but I was reading this book and I, I would rarely describe things as life-changing and my brain is so addled you know, these days that I need to read it again. But it did change my life for a couple of weeks. 4,000 Weeks by Oliver Berkman. Yeah, um, I don't know it, but when you like you sent this through to us ahead mm. of time, I, it's absolutely something I'm going to read. So, and I can't, I, I, I'm, I'm hesitant to recommend anything because I get anxious that people won't like it and then they'll yeah. blame me. And you know, but everyone who is listening, <laughs> go and read this book. Four thousand weeks, sadly, is the average lifespan. That's what the the title how long refers we get, to. how long on we this, get. Uh, yeah, you know, okay. if you're lucky, you know, seventy something years old, yeah, something like that. And yeah. basically, the conceit and I'll give it to you in 20 seconds if you don't want to read the book but it's the idea that you know we've been sold this lie and are sold this lie every day by a society that we need to fit more into our days and that's why we're all a bit stressed and miserable because we haven't done enough you know you get to the end of the day your inbox still has emails in it and you haven't done this or pick that up and the, it's absurd because we will never do enough we will never do enough see that friend do that thing complete that task do that project we dream of Life is about limits, like everything. Right now, talking to you, I'm doing this over 3,000 other things I could be doing and same with same with you and same with your listeners where every second is a decision we're making. Mm. And so this book I'm is... I'm highly stressed. No, but <laughs> the solution, the key to this book is <laughs> accepting that. It's a bit of a downer. Yeah, yeah, but no, stay with me. Stay with me, Squiz. Because then it's like once you accept that, all the decisions become easier to make because you're going, you know what? I might never write that musical or that film that I dream of and that's okay and so I'm not going to keep this constant pressure on my shoulders. It's just about being grateful for the time we have and being a little bit more mindful about where we put our energies and our efforts Mm. and which friends we see and which family members we sort of see and 
I came out of it feeling genuinely zen and liberated and okay with the idea that my inbox might have some emails in it that I haven't replied to in a few weeks. Mm, okay. It's a, For it's a couple a, of weeks. A couple of weeks. Yeah. And, <laughs> that's why I need to top it back up. It's like a method I'm The other thing, when, yeah. I, when I read it about it, it's well-researched. Yes. Like it's actually not sort of one guy telling him your his philosophy on the world. God, like no. it, we yeah, don't which need more of that. I appreciate because <laughs> yeah, I was no. like, oh, there's this one random so bloke being the author oh, this is, is the way to I live think your he's, life. He's, yeah, he's like, quite I'm not, academic. I, that vibe just I'm not yeah. into that. I would, yeah, please, I'm not coming on the squeeze and recommending a self help book by a man. <laughs> just a, <laughs> well, you he's can. like no, no, sure, but like not a shit one. <laughs> he's 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 got a you know he's he's backs it up with data. He's yes. a proper sort of yeah, um, yeah. Uh, philosophy sort of background, and it's it's he talks about it from his own perspective as someone who has been stressed to be through all this and it is but it was genuinely calming and liberating and there's so much more I won't try and summarize now but it's um it talks about so many aspects of our lives where we put too much pressure on ourselves and it sort of pops that bubble for us and and releases you into the world sounds good all of our recommendations are always in your episode notes there'll be a newsletter going out with these recommendations as well Sammy, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me, Squiz. You're the best. <laughs> As we mentioned, you can find Sammy J on the ABC Melbourne Brekkie Show. Uh, if you're not in Melbourne, you can listen to him on the ABC Listen app. Also, he's on Instagram, at Sammy J Comedian, so follow him there. This is our first year ahead episode. We've got four episodes rolling out across January. They'll be dropping every Thursday. Next week, we chat with Lauren Sams. She's the fashion and lifestyle editor at the Australian Financial Review. She's a big squeezer and so well informed when it comes to business and fashion. So we talk about the big fashion moves uh, from last year and get her predictions about what might happen in 2024 with some of Australia's biggest fashion brands. We also get some recommendations for her on trends, what might be big, helpful if you're going shopping and this idea of the rise of the concept store. Such a great chat with her. That drops next Thursday. Happy New Year and we will chat to you then. 